Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you one brand new page of Talmud every day. And if you paid a little bit of attention, you heard it right, a brand new theme music, which means today we have the privilege, the pleasure, the honor of beginning a brand new tractate of the Talmud. What is it? What will it talk about? What kind of amazing questions and themes and topics will we be following for the next couple of months? Well, there's only one man and one man alone who could help us make sense of it. Our friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my dear friend? Liel, what an absolute joy. And Tractate Kedushin, anytime you start a new Tractate, it is always a time of joy. But there is a particular joy to move from the Tractate that discusses divorce into the tractate that discusses marriage is something that is extraordinarily special. I would just take note of the fact that in the order of the tractates, it's so interesting that divorce is studied first, and then only afterwards do we enter the world of kiddushin, which means betrothal. And I think a part of that is very deliberate, where it's only first through absence that we can only afterwards appreciate a presence. It's the most Jewish thing ever, really. The most Jewish thing in the world, but I want to actually highlight what Kiddushin is all about and give a little bit of an explainer of the language of what Kiddushin means. Right away, you'll notice something in the word Kiddushin. You'll hear the word Kiddush, like you make Friday night on Shabbos, which literally means to sanctify. It means to ennoble something, to sanctify something, to make it holy. And there are really two stages in a Jewish marriage. Marriage. And the reason why I'm going to call it kiddushin and not marriage or betrothal is to highlight the two-step process that every Jewish marriage is built upon. A Jewish marriage, there are two terms that create a Jewish marriage. The first is kiddushin and the second is nisuin. Kiddushin is the first stage where essentially the relationship is created where we are going to have an exclusive relationship that the husband and wife are exclusively committed to one another to the exclusion of all other people. But that is not when the marriage ceremony ends. If you've ever been to a Jewish wedding and you see them put the ring on the bride and say the phrase, Hare at mikudeshes li, you are betrothed, you are sanctified unto me. That is the act of kiddushin. But there is a separate stage that happens afterwards, which is the actual nisuin, what's known as the marriage itself. And this is actually only completed when they actually almost like move into a home. At Jewish marriages, instead of actually having a Jewish marriage like in the future apartment or home of the husband and wife, we do it underneath a chuppah. A chuppah represents that canopy on top, the actual home of the husband and wife. And when we watch them stand there together, what we're actually recreating is we're saying, this is your home and you're now living together in this space. In some weddings, right afterwards, they go into a secluded room known as the Yichud room. That's another form of Nisuin, that second stage in the marriage that follows the initial Kiddushin. That's the ring ceremony. But I want to highlight one very important thing in this ceremony, and that is 
that the word Kiddushin, which means to sanctify, is exclusively used to discuss the first stage of relationship and actually not the culmination and the climax of the marriage. That word is Nisuin. And it's very strange. Like, why do we reserve the word that describes holiness for the first stage? Shouldn't that be the culmination where everything is concluded, where they finally are living together as husband and wife? But I actually think it tells us something very remarkable remarkable about the nature of Kedusha, of holiness itself. And that is that holiness is a product of intentionality. Holiness is a product of living your life deliberately. And the way that you create a relationship with intentionality, with deliberateness, is you first almost concretize your commitment and say, I am exclusively interested in committing to you. The relationship has not yet begun yet. But instead of kind of, you know, a one-night stand that kind of snowballs into a relationship, I guess we should be together, or even in a friendship where you, you see a friend who you haven't seen in years and say, hope we bump into each other again, hope we see each other again, see you around, come for Shabbos anytime, that is not how you create relationships of holiness. The way that you create relationships of holiness is by setting aside and being deliberate with that relationship, the intention where you put a date on your calendar and say, this is when we're going to get together. When you look a spouse in the eyes and say, it's you and only you who I want to be a relationship with. And I think that's true with our relationship with God. The holiness that we have in our relationship with God is a product of its intentionality and deliberateness. Not just a fleeting spirituality that may drift into our souls one moment or the next, but holiness is a product of living living your life with deliberateness and intentionality, the same way that it is the first step, the exclusivity, the setting aside time and attention to one specific person, the exclusiveness of the commitment that we have with a spouse, it's that same ingredients that creates the holiness in our relationship with the divine, that intentionality and that deliberateness. And that's why I'm so excited for this journey together through Tractate Kedushin, where we learn the ingredients of creating creating sanctified relationships. I can't wait, my friend, for the many months of beautiful learning and conversation we have together. Thank you so much for being our guest and our guide. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Risquet, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one. Subscribe to our newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at take one Dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.